Alex. Can you hear me? I can, Marnie, loud and clear. Awesome. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Young Professional Podcast. Where we're constantly keeping things fun and fresh. <laughs> or at least trying to. Um, Alex, how was your week? How was your weekend? Um, it's It's been good. Uh, week two of 2021, off to a pretty good start. I mean, the world has been a little crazy. The country's been a little crazy, but um, we're trying to make the best of it. Yeah, definitely. We definitely are. And, you know, it can only go up from here, or at least freaking hope so. We hope. <laughs> we don't want to jinx it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so, Alex, uh, what's the tea? Oh, Marnie, we, we have a lot of tea. We have a lot of things that I feel like we need to discuss. <laughs> um, particularly, I mean, it's our only week two, and we have things to discuss. So I think it's a pretty good sign. Yeah, it's pretty good for us. I think so. So I guess one thing that I think is on everyone's minds just because of the whole new year and especially like with a new year after a uh, quarantine year um, <laughs> is how, like you said, how do we go up from here? How do we better ourselves after being in lockdown and working from home, being in classes from home, so on and so forth? Yeah. So I wanted to take some time to kind of discuss not only like my goals for the new year, but also just how to go about planning and how to do some goal setting for yourself and kind of making sure that you're going to be able to make this year even better than not even just 2020, <laughs> but 2019 and 2018. Because truthfully, like for me, I'm just going to pretend 2020 didn't exist. Like it's just a free pass. So yeah, I would say for the most part, it's a free pass, which kind of sucks because I did graduate in 2020 and, you know, started a new job in 2020 and moved to a new place in 2020, but free pass nonetheless. <laughs> and that's exactly why I think it is so important to do this kind of exercise with yourself um, because 2020 was really a year where people our age, a lot of things were put on hold. Our life was kind of put on pause, yeah. people were graduating, people had um, big events, weddings, um, new jobs, moving to new cities, all that was either canceled, postponed, um, or it didn't happen that the way that it would normally happen mm -hmm. non-pandemic. So I really think this like would be a great self-reflection exercise to make sure that you can be as productive and get as much accomplished as you possibly can to get your life moving again. Sure. Um, so some things that I want to talk about uh, briefly, um, because obviously you don't want to hear every one of my goals. That'll just be way too boring. <laughs> but to give you an idea of some things that you can think of, right? And I'm sure, Marnie, even though you may not have done this amount of goal planning that I have, <laughs> because I am OCD in terms of planning. <laughs> I mean, my biggest goal was to set up my uh, home office finally after five months, of, four months of working. And I accomplished that the first day I came back to Denver. So I'm really, it's my 2021 is really looking good so far. Um, but I guess, Alex, it's time to hear your goals. All right, let's do it. So first thing first, um, definitely uh, in regards to work, um, not only like, making the decision to continue my current job, but also determining if I want to go further my education at grad school. So 
once you graduate, and even if you do start work immediately after graduation, grad school is completely off the table. So obviously you wanna make sure that, do you have enough time to study for the GREs um, or any of the admissions tests for different grad programs? Determine the grad schools that you wanna to apply to. So for me specifically, looking into my MBA, um, even like in, a, in another two years, getting a head start on that is going to save you a lot of time and a lot of stress in the long run. Um, so that's one thing on my list. And even though it might seem far away, God knows it doesn't seem like January 2020 was too far away, but like the year went by in a snap. It went so quickly. And uh, they, they say, say that, that. the yet. years go by <laughs> even quicker as you get older. So um, I know, I know. Okay, back to positive stuff. We're not gonna get depressing. Back to positive stuff. Also like my health and my wellness. So something that I've been really interested in recently is getting back on track to have a weekly workout routine and actually adhering to it. Um, it's really hard right now with joining a gym. I was really excited to join a gym when moving yeah. to, to DC. Um, but until things start to get a little bit better, I'm gonna hold off on that. So trying to really adhere to an at-home <laughs> uh, workout on a weekly basis. Eventually, I want to join SoulCycle. It's going to happen. Hopefully, it'll be I have down right now, March of 2021. I may have to push that back, but we'll see. I mean, there's some other boring things on this list, too, that I have, like some financial goals. But I guess from a more uh, like fun mm -hmm. standpoint, in addition to all of these things that are that are very important for your, your well-being in general, I had some travel go goals on the list. Um, obviously, still in the midst of a pandemic, so um, travel goals are a little bit abbreviated and not as extensive extensive as I wanted them to be. Um, but still have some plans um, looking to get away in the upcoming weeks. Uh, traveling safely, may I add, make sure that if you do decide to travel that you are adhering to all the CDC guidelines. I know it, that's boring, you don't wanna hear it, but it's very important. Yeah. We are really trying to get out of this pandemic and we can <laughs> all play a big role in it. Um, thank you for coming to my mini TED talk there. But that's just one thing on my list. Another one is try and go on at least one date per week. We're going to see how that goes. I really date, date, don't know if I'm going to be able to stick date, to that. Date date. We're going to try. We're going to be optimistic. Ooh, I like that. Good goal. Good goal. So <laughs> I'm trying not to be completely single in <laughs> we'll see how it goes. 2021. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Um, but th those were those were our big goals. And honestly, to close things off, in summary, if you can do this, uh, January is a great month to kind of look ahead and see what you want to accomplish. And at the end of the year, um, you'll yeah. be able to see all the things that you got done. Everyone always starts their goals in January, yeah. but you can also start them in February. So take this month to maybe think back on the last year and figure out what you want to accomplish this year and start it in February. You're not restricted to a timeline. No one is. So it's, you don't have to start them today or tomorrow, but just think about it. Each day of the year gives exactly. you a new opportunity to start from scratch and take it one day at a time. So that's, that's my little, my little speech to all of you about self-reflection and goal planning. Um, so we're going to change the mood a little bit and I'm going to see Marnie. <laughs> yeah. I heard I you had a very busy weekend. weekend. I want to know all about it. My younger brother so. came to visit me and we had three days of skiing. Uh, so we went to Beaver Creek, which is a really awesome resort out in Colorado. And 
really just shredded the gnar. <laughs> just kidding. I don't say that in real life. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was funny to say. Um, and we. <laughs> I don't even know if it's related. I've never heard that, that before. Um, but yeah, we just skied all weekend and stayed at a hotel and got up at the ass crack of dawn on Friday morning, a little before six, to drive out to Beaver Creek. And we're on the mountain by nine, which is crazy to think um, that we were able to do that. I was expecting one of us to fall and have a really dramatic fall, and neither of us did. Instead, we were just both kind of stupid. And there was one point where I was looking at the map to figure out what um I wanted to ski and I'm just standing there and I just like fall sideways on my ass and like (laughs) there's like 20 people around me just staring at me because I'm like in front of the map and no one like I'm not I didn't run into anything I just literally fell over like the stupid person I am and (laughs) I couldn't get back up because my knee was twisting so like I had to literally take off my skis to like readjust myself and put my skis back on and like I'm not in a place that like is like out of the way no no I'm right in front of the ski lift so everyone saw this happen but um (laughs) that was my only fall (laughs) good good love love to see that you know, why couldn't they make it easier for you? You, of course, had to be in the one place where you don't <laughs> yeah, want that I was to happen. Struggling a bit, but it's because we skied so hard, and uh, it was awesome. I hadn't skied with my brother and get this ten years. Like I have not skied with my younger brother in ten years because the last time we went skiing together, I believe I was thirteen. Yeah, that is so done, long ago. We've done separate things, kind of, in the last few years, going to different colleges and having different spring breaks. So. He used to go skiing every January with college. He was on the Purdue ski team, I guess. And he would go with the Purdue Purdue and IU ski team out to Colorado every January. So I never went on those trips. And then I went to Aspen without him. So, yeah, it's been a really long time since we skied together. And honestly, we're both at the exact same level, which was nice. I was worried he was going to be a lot better than me, and he wasn't. (laughs) Sorry, Josh. You weren't better than me. One thing is a fact, and that is you both are better than me at skiing. So I've only been skiing once. Um, So, uh, Josh, if you're listening, if you'd like to uh, teach me how to properly ski, um, I will gladly uh, take your advice and some lessons. Yeah, I mean, hey, I can help too. All right. I'm better than him. Or in my head, I'm better than him. Um, I went to a couple of breweries. Um, which was really fun because Denver has a ton of them and we got some nice beer. I had a crowler for the first time. Um, Do you know what that is, Alex? (laughs) No. (laughs) So it's it's literally just a 32 ounce can that they fill up like from the tap. So like you can pick your beer like out of the like 20 to 15 that they have on or 15 to 20 that they have on tap. And then they fill it up right in front of you and write the name on, on it and hand it to you. I've never had that before. So that was really cool. Yeah, that's you awesome. Pick up your beer. I'm not the biggest beer fan, but that's something that yeah. that I'd want to do. You got to like Hands I tried a couple to see which one I wanted to take with me, because restaurants are just finally opening back up in Denver. So we didn't really do any outdoor eat, outdoor or indoor eating, but you know we still had fun. Still fun. It's a great time to do outdoor activities in that area, and so very very COVID friendly. So definitely take advantage for everything that you can do. Will do. So. Yeah, so I think this actually is a perfect segue um, to what we want to talk to you guys about today. Um, Marnie got to experience a lot of um, 
the Denver area this weekend uh, with her brother. Um, and so Marnie, we want to know more about your life in Denver since you moved. All right, Marnie. Yeah, let's talk about Denver. Let's do it. So why did you decide to not only leave Pittsburgh after college, mm -hmm. but just leave the Midwest completely and just decide, you know what? I don't know a single person where I'm going. I've never been there before, really. We're just gonna we're just gonna do it. So can you give give us your give us your thought process, give us your mentality of what was going through your head? Um, honestly, I just like the adventure of exploring a new place and I have grown up so independent that it didn't really scare me to go somewhere new. I've done it a few times now. Going to Pitt, I knew one person who was a senior at the University of Pittsburgh when I got there. And we talked maybe once. And then I went to Italy all by myself for study abroad. And you know, that worked out. So I got kind of the option to pick where I wanted to go with the job I got. And Denver was one of the options. And I let, love skiing. So I was like, let's just get on a new adventure. Try something different. I didn't really have that much of a thought process. It was kind of a split second decision where it was like, pick your top three places to to maybe work and I picked Denver as number one Chicago as two which is honestly only because it was the closest one to home that was still a new place and then DC um maybe because Alex was there <laughs> I picked DC because mm -hmm. I knew I was gonna have friends there so at least I'll know friends um and that would have been nice but Denver kind of just worked out and I'm so happy it did I moved here August 1st Again, not knowing anyone besides my roommate and just kind of, you know, thought, what the hell? Let's try it. And here I am. Um, but yeah, there was really no thought process with my move to Denver. Um, I just, I like being out here now though. I, you know, my brother was the outdoorsy one in the family. I was not, and probably most people that are listening to this know that I'm not that much of an outdoors person, but I've definitely grown to be, <laughs> I, yeah, like Same. I ran out. I can agree with that. For, long for walks, me, at least. <laughs> I was never the person that was like, oh, let's go camping. That's not really my thing. You can do a whole day going to a national park or just going for a hike. And that I love that. I like being in nature. Um, so I got to experience that some in the fall where I would go either hiking or I've um, gone to a few different lakes around Denver. And yeah, I just like it so far and now that ski season's like in full force I have almost every weekend from now through March prepared to ski and that's awesome because it's depending on like travel time it could take maybe two hours to get there back but you know it's worth it to get a few hours on the mountain and the fresh air is something that I'm not used to after being in Pittsburgh <laughs> Um, so yeah, basically from like the day I moved here till now, I'm still very much awesome. my choice would not have picked to be anywhere else. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> am just thoroughly impressed. May, may I just say that I'm thoroughly impressed by being able to just pick a place 
just on the fly. You know what? I want to <laughs> live in Denver. That's where that's where I see myself. Because for me, I deliberated about what my future looked like and where I wanted to go so often. And for me, I am such a like formulaic yeah. and methodical planning person. I don't like not having a set plan. And I don't like to be surprised with like the day-to-day stuff. But I mean, I just, you know, you just gotta go with your gut. And I love to travel. So I'm hoping that Denver's not my last place. Who knows, maybe eventually I'll go international. <laughs> I would love to live somewhere else, somewhere out of this country for a couple of years. But um, I definitely think Colorado is a good place to kind of circle back to at the end because after skiing all weekend and seeing the little kids and they're like awesome ski outfits, all I want is to have like a child where I like hold them up when they have to get on the lift because I think it's hilarious. And also if you're a child skier, like you're a prodigy. Like who knows? They can go to the Olympics. Oh, they're all better than me. I know that for a fact. All of them, all <laughs> exactly. the little kids skiing, a hundred percent better than me. So sure. I guess I want to like follow up with one of the things that you talked about. Um, you said that you had an opportunity mm-hmm. to choose based on the job offer that you received, um, which location or which office yeah. you wanted to work out of. Obviously now we're work from home, so it doesn't really matter, but We really couldn't predict that at the time. Um, When you were in the job search, like what other cities were you considering when you were conducting your job search? So back last August, I applied for a fellowship in Indianapolis, which is where my sister lives. And it's only about an hour and a half from home. Um, I almost took the fellowship because it was so close to home. So that was definitely like one aspect I was considering. It was, okay, I'll be in India. I'll be closer to family, which for the last four years I hadn't been. But also I knew in the back of my mind that I would not be happy living. Well, not, not happy. I mean, I would still be happy, but like, I definitely wanted to do something different, like new. Cause I just like love the sense of trying something new and, and, doing something on my own and like following my own path. So as much as that job would have been awesome and I would have loved, loved, loved living near my sister. Um, Cause we've definitely grown a lot closer in the last few years than ever before. It just wasn't in the cards for me to live there. I just, I needed something for myself. Um, but then I guess like other, when I was looking at other jobs, I did consider some in Pittsburgh, but again, like I wanted to do something new it's kind of a bummer because I have great friends that are living there and I miss them every day. But I, again, just wanted to try something different. I needed to get out. No, that's understandable. That's completely understandable. I was the same way. Um, had a bunch of friends that were still staying in the Pittsburgh area. I had a great four and a half years um, in Pittsburgh. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, and it- um, But I... Just realize that exactly. it was time and for something new. Because not living There's always close to them time for something new. seeing them that much better or like talking to them that much better for me at least. Or And they can come visit me. And it's an awesome vacation coming out to Denver because there's so many different things you can do. So if you come in the winter or in the summer, like it's either hiking and going to a lake or it's skiing and hot tubbing it. So you really can't go wrong visiting me. So hint, hint to my friends, come visit whenever you want. Um, <laughs> but you guys already know that. Um, But yeah, I just kind of, I looked at Pittsburgh, I looked at New York, Chicago, it just, the Denver one kind of just happened and yeah. (laughs) 
So, Marnie, you already mentioned, kind of, you kind of hinted at it before, um, about Denver being all about, like, the outdoors and hiking and skiing and stuff like that. But my question to you is, as someone who isn't fully obsessed with nature and all the, all that <laughs> fun stuff that the world has to offer in that respect, do you have to be in yeah. love with the outdoors to do well and to thrive in Denver? And like, if you aren't in love with outdoor the outdoors, what things other than the typical hiking, skiing types of stuff are great things to do in your spare time? For sure. So, I mean, Denver is a city, just like New York or Chicago or Indianapolis. And there's a ton of stuff to do in the city. Um, so one thing I did mention earlier is that there's a ton of breweries. Like I, almost like every corner has one. So that's a big activity that people do where they'll go and try new beers. And there's like, I don't even know, like I went to one, I went to a couple this weekend and I was, it was literally like a three day stint and we went to like more than one. Um, so that's one thing. And then, you know, you have like the typical three sports teams in the city. So when COVID's not a thing, you can go cheer on the Denver Broncos or go hit up the baseball team, the Rockies or whatever the name of the hockey team is. I don't know that. I think they're the avalanches, um, but you can go. There's also the Denver Nuggets basketball. Oh my God. You're right. There is the Denver Nuggets. Wow. Look at you knowing more than me. Yeah, the basketball team. So there's four sports teams um, in Colorado, in Denver, technically in Colorado, um, that you can go cheer on. So there's a ton of stuff to do here. There's a ton of brunch places if you like that kind of stuff. So say it's a Saturday and you don't want to go hiking, you can go to brunch, you know, have a nice little boozy brunch or farmer's markets in the summer, a ton of those. But then in the winter, like if you don't like to go skiing, I mean, you could go sledding, you could go ice skating. Um, technically those are also outside, but much, <laughs> a lot easier. It's a different you know, level of outside. outside. Yeah, no, I get <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, so there's just a ton of stuff to do. I mean, it, it it is a city. So if you're not as much of an outdoorsy person, then you might not need a car in Denver, which would be nice. But I mean, I drive to the mountains almost every weekend at this point. So I kind of have to have a car. But yeah, there's a ton of stuff to do for anyone or anything. I mean- it's like any other city, just you get the added bonus of all the outdoor stuff. Cool. So you keep saying that Denver is a city. So let's let's not forget that it is a major city. We keep saying, oh, there's yeah. ski places and hiking and like all <laughs> these things to do. And you're out west and you're not in the middle of nowhere. You are in, no. <laughs> you are in a really, really big major city. Um, very, very vibrant diversity as well. So um on, on that kind of topic of Denver being mm -hmm. a very diverse city, what are yeah. your favorite neighborhoods in the city itself? For sure. So I haven't really had much chance to explore, mainly because when I say I'm going to go exploring a new city, I'm probably going to go eat food there um, because that's <laughs> a big part of any new city is like their cuisine. Um, so I live no one's come stalk me. I live in Lodo, which is lower downtown. And this is a nice area for people my age. You're right by numerous parks and like running trails. So if I take one of my trails, I go run a mile and I'm at the Broncos stadium, or I could go walk a mile and a half and I'm at 
the Rockies baseball stadium, which is awesome. And then, but there's like, so I live near two rivers where they kind of connect. And on the other side is this place called low high. And they have just like a ton of fun restaurants and places to, you know, happy hour. So that's probably been my favorite place low high, but um, it's a little bit out of my price range at this point. Cause it's definitely more on the expensive side. That's, that's um, a goal there. There goal setting for 2021. <laughs> Making sure yeah, that go live you can eventually move to low high. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but then there's also like a neighborhood called Sloan's Lake. And uh, that's where I go get my groceries. <laughs> Fun fact. But um, it has this like really big lake and it's like right outside the city. So one direction you look is like the skyline view. And then the other direction you look is the mountains. And it's just like crazy beautiful. I've gone. It's like a two mile walk to go around the lake. And I've done it a few times. And like, if you do it at sunset, it's gorgeous. Um, So those are probably some of my favorite places I've been to so far. But like I said, I'm still getting my whereabouts of where I am and learning new places. Yeah, for sure. And so as a follow up to that, because I think you you highlighted some great places to like go and like explore. Um, In terms of living, um, what based on like your experiences so far, um, I know you haven't been there too long. um, But what neighborhoods do you think are best for people in their 20s um, to live in? Yeah. So, I mean, I would say my neighborhood is, like, a pretty nice place because we're by a ton of parks and, like, a ton of, like, walking distance for bars and stuff, which I don't know about you, but <laughs> drinking and driving is not my thing. So, <laughs> so I like to be walking distance. I don't think it should be anyone's thing, just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it shouldn't. But um, another place, which is, like, the like area next to mine is called Rhino and it has like, that's where you have like a brewery literally on every corner and it's a little bit cheaper. Um, and it's definitely super nice. So another good place, maybe eventual move there. I don't know, but it has, but Denver's so up and coming that there's constantly new apartment buildings coming up and living anywhere. I mean, there's so many good places to live around here. Well, let's just say that if, you are interested in moving to Denver, um, make sure you hit Marnie up um, for all of the advice on moving. Um, because not only does she know all the places to move to, but she also moved to Denver in the middle of a pandemic. Um, I don't think, we all can't say we did that. I I'm, yeah. <laughs> I moved like three weeks before everything shut down. So I can't even say I moved in the middle of a pandemic. Um, so you were really able to um, overcome a lot when it came to moving to a new city. Yeah, it definitely helped that like when I did move, we were in like the yellow zone. So restaurants were open at like 25% capacity. So I got to try out some fun places when my parents were here and then when they helped me move and there was... um lots of like shopping open. So I was able to get all my furniture pretty easily. So that was nice. But then a couple months, like after I moved, we went back to red zone and I think it would have been a lot harder to move say November or December of this year. So I did get lucky in the time frame that I moved, but I mean, it was hard and I had to drive like the 16 hours to get here, I which is never fun. can't even imagine doing that. Yeah. And there were so many things I couldn't bring with me, like all my furniture from Pittsburgh, couldn't bring it with me. Yeah. My car wasn't big enough. And I wasn't going to 
get a moving van that would have been just as expensive as buying new furniture yeah basically so. a trade-off it's like this or that what are you, what are you gonna do so no completely understandable okay. and i applaud you for moving in the midst of a pandemic i mean you got to do what you got to do when it comes to work when when work calls you know um <laughs> exactly well thank you but on that topic um despite the pandemic how has meeting people in Denver been? Um, and I guess a follow-up for that. Uh, also, what has been the hardest part about making new friends? Obviously, there there is a pandemic going on, so that's a hard part. But other than the pandemic, what has been the hardest part? Um, I would definitely say that, okay, well, this has to do with the pandemic. But the fact that I'm work from home definitely wasn't making it easier. Because say, say if it wasn't work from home, I would have started work and I would have had a group of people that started with me and I would have made friends with them like right away. But because I didn't really start with a group in person, it was a lot harder to make friends through work. Um, So I'm still kind of learning how to do that. Um, But I did, I did get a little bit of luck in that my roommate knew a few people in Denver that um, asked us to join their kickball team, which is how I made my closest friend. Um, she was on the kickball team and that's, we kind of met that way. We also have a mutual friend in Pittsburgh, which is hilarious. It's such a small um, world. So, I know. Right. Um, yeah. One of my like family friends from Pittsburgh, we, uh, we, I met through her. So it was really nice to like have that. And now together me and my, like her name, Stella, I, I guess we'll say Shout out to Stella. hopefully she doesn't care. Yeah, shout out to Stella. Um, And now we've kind of been working together to make friends because you kind of got to tag team it. One, it's hard. It's hard to do it with one person, but when you have more than one person, it makes it a little bit easier. But we're still trying to work our way and making more friends and seeing people. But you know, having the Bachelor every Monday definitely helps um, because you can invite girls to do that, and almost every girl will say yes. A lot of guys will Um, say yes too. Surprisingly, I've learned. (laughs) Fair point. Fair point. Yes. Um, and then also like now that skiing's happening, like you need a ski group. So all these like single people that are trying to make friends, like, oh, you ski? Yeah. So then it's like, let's go skiing together or let's have a ski weekend. So it definitely like, I think my circumstances have been as good as they can be like during this time in making new friends. But I definitely would say I was not the one to use Bumble friends. Um, that kind of freaks me out a little bit, mainly because I, if I know someone through someone else, it makes it a lot easier to meet up with them in person with like everything that's going on. So I tried to make my friends yeah. that way. And that was, that was harder because I mean, like I said, I didn't know anyone in Denver. So, or I didn't know many people in Denver. So it definitely made it a little bit more difficult finding friends through friends, but you know, it's, I'm definitely doing better now than I was in August or September. <laughs> no, I have, I, I agree with you. And I have, I want to, come back to a point that you made it's so much easier to make friends if you have someone to make friends with you know what I mean and it's really all you need to do is find that one person and I was kind of in the same boat I didn't really know a lot of people going into DC I had a friend from high school here um Mm. I had my cousin but realistically there was no one um I had a roommate that I was planning on moving in with. um, But even then it's like, you don't really know them and you're living with them. So it's a whole different story. Um, But I met one person on the first day of work and we hit it off pretty well. 
And at that point, it was so much easier to make friends with other people once you have that one person. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, it definitely does. Like, it's hard to find that person. And hopefully people listening, you won't have to like start working from work from home. Or if you did, congrats, you like did the hardest thing ever. Um, Because it is harder to make friends that way. But yeah, hopefully you're able to meet someone new at work if you move somewhere new or, you know, you know, at least one person in the place you're moving. As it does make no, a difference. It, it really but does. I think, I think I've done pretty well since, like, despite everything that's going on. No, I it. think so too. And as uh, this this episode theme really, really is about like making twenty twenty one a better year. <laughs> True. <laughs> this is about yeah, I mean, that. So based on, I'm really, I'm really hoping it's fingers crossed. Year. Everyone better be knocking on wood right now as we speak. Um. But based on what your um, kind of circumstances were this past couple of months in Denver um, and with 2021 um, upon us and with that we're currently in right now, how do you plan to overcome the challenges that you faced with your social life and making friends? What are you going to do to make sure that you can drastically improve what you had started? Yeah. So I think just sticking with those connect, like friends that you've been making and like making sure to talk to them like often because you don't want to like have everything fall apart. Um, so like definitely communications like key and that you're continually to talk to these new friends that you're making. Um, because if you don't, like they might make new friends without you, you know, you never. Yeah. Friendships a two way street. I always say that. And it's, it, takes a lot of work to maintain a friendship and it's a lot easier to let a friendship go than to keep it going for sure so I think that's one thing and then another thing is like I'm just gonna try to keep like moving forward and hopefully eventually make some work friends because that would be super nice to have people when I go back into the office that I already have met in person so that's one of my biggest like goals I guess you know goals of 2021 is to make work friends so that I'm not so I don't like go to the office the first day and I'm like, who are these people? Cause like, obviously I know, like I've made friends with like my superiors or like the people I'm working with, but those are like, not, they're like work friendships, right? They're not like friendship friendships. And I think one thing that'll be nice to have is to have like a really good friendship through a coworker. coworker. Yeah. If that makes no, sense. that, that makes total sense. And I think there's a silver lining there because Come time when we do go back into the office, I mean, I'm optimistic at some point this year we might. Um, <laughs> Me too. We really can't can't be sure on that. Um, but it gives you an opportunity to kind of like come in fresh, no pun intended, everyone. Um, but <laughs> to come in fresh, not really knowing anyone from work other than the people that you're on Zoom calls with and um, it gives you an opportunity to to meet even more people, and it gives you a whole new pool yeah. of people to come a- to come across. And so, as I see what you're saying, where it's going to be difficult if you have dealt with these people not in person, then you're going in, and it's like, okay, now I have to do an in person happy hour, even though we don't know anyone. Um, <laughs> but for me, I would take that as an advantage because it gives you an opportunity to start completely from scratch. That's true. I like your I like your point there. So my last question for you, Marnie, yeah. um, which is what I think all of the listeners want to hear. <laughs> all, well, let me let me specify that. 
all of the listeners want to hear your answer to this question if they're not in relationships. So, is Denver a good city to live in for single people? Okay, so that's kind of a hard question to answer because technically, like when you look it up, sometimes it says it's a great place for single people. And sometimes, which is what happened my first week in Denver, it said it's a terrible place to live for single people, much to my surprise. Um, So I don't know. I mean, it could go both ways. I know more people probably that are in relationships than I know that aren't, which is interesting. I usually have more single friends than people that are in relationships. But um, I think it can be a good city because there are a ton of people moving here all the time. Um, And but then again, a lot of people move here with their significant other. So I'm praying that it ends up being a good place for single people. But (laughs) I guess I guess I'm still learning that. Um, Yeah, I guess that kind of answers the question. Not very well, but. It's it's, I mean, it's an okay place for single people. I mean, if you're single and you move here, you're going to meet other single people because there's a ton of people moving here. But also, if you're single, you're going to meet a ton of people in relationships. So just be prepared for that because some of the time it is like, okay, say you make one friend, but then you become friends with their spouse, right? Or their like significant other. Like, it's just going to happen. But it also makes you have more friends. So <laughs> That's true. And I mean, right now, in the midst of this unprecedented time that we're going through, I think it's really hard to gauge whether or not a certain place is typically a good environment for single people. Um, A lot of people aren't going on the stereotypical dates that would be occurring without COVID. Um, So I think once the world gets up and starts running again, I think you'll be able to have, more of an idea true in regards to how good of a city Denver is for singles and especially singles in their in their early to mid 20s um yep Yep. so definitely but your your answer makes sense and I think a lot of a lot of people who are moving to new cities would probably have very similar answers regardless of the city yeah sorry if it was a little wishy-washy but I mean it's hard to tell I mean I'm not really make, meeting a ton of people like on dating apps because I don't know where they've been. <laughs> and that's really important to me. <laughs> Fair enough. No, that's, that's important to me too. And what's great is uh, if you stick with us throughout this entire experience, um, maybe we'll get some updates <laughs> on our relationship life. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> we probably won't have much to provide you with update wise, but who knows? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, Alex and I are both just living the single life, you know, go doing whatever we want, which is kind of nice, you know? <laughs> it is. It is. It really is. So, Marnie, thank you for answering all of those questions in a lot of detail. Um, to our listeners, I hope you have a better idea of what Denver is and kind of what the experience is that you would have as a young professional in the Denver area. Obviously, what Marnie does is going to be different than what you do. Um, but hopefully that gave you kind of an, an insight as to how your life would adapt in a city like Denver. Yeah. Um, so now to kind of wrap up this portion of the podcast, I'm going to play a game with you, Marnie. Is that okay? Oh, okay. I, I guess I'm ready. 
Well, I don't think you have a choice at this point. So <laughs> okay, we're going to do it. Whatever you're, whatever you're throwing at me, I'm ready. <laughs> so we're going to play um, a game uh, of rapid fire questions. Uh, so Ooh. as most of you are aware, if you're not aware, Denver is also known as the Mile High City. So we're going to play a game of Mile High Rapid Fire. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Let's do it. So, favorite restaurant in Denver? Um, it's called Cholon. It is like an Asian fusion place. The Their uh, French onion soup dumplings are literally the greatest thing I've ever eaten in my life. Probably the greatest thing I've ever put in my mouth. So, if you ever come to Denver, go there because it's life-changing. <laughs> cool. Favorite bar? It's called Tap 14. It's a rooftop beer garden. Um, and it's super fun. It was really fun to go to when it was warm outside because it's like a sports bar. So I would say that place. <laughs> All right. Now kind of more towards the outdoorsy part of Denver. Favorite park? Oh, um, I was thinking, oh, yeah. Okay. So there's a place park right near me called Commons Park. And it's literally in walking distance. And it's a beautiful place to just go sit down or go for runs. So that's probably my favorite park in denver um i'm still trying to learn all the parks and like real parks out in colorado but yeah i really like i've gone to red rocks a few times which is like so typical but it's a fun place to take people i've never been here um and then there's like parks in colorado springs that i really enjoyed nice i mean i'm sure there's just <laughs> thousands thousands of parks yeah they're all around <laughs> all right favorite ski resort Ooh, okay so I, so from in driving distance from Denver, I would say Beaver Creek. It's just super nice. Um, it's kind of the more bougie one because it is far, it's like, you know, kind of really nice, but it has really great skiing. So that, but I still am trying the other places. Like I haven't gone to Keystone yet. So, or Vail, honestly, but if I got to pick in all of Colorado, I'd probably say Aspen just because I'm bougie like that. Well, Arnie, that was not, that was not like what we were looking for. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Beaver Creek. I love Beaver Creek. It's awesome. And it's part of the Epic Pass, which makes it even better. I was like, you're not playing the, following the rules of the game. You're giving us like five answers. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'm still learning my way around and I just love skiing. So honestly, any park's amazing for me. Okay. That's that's fair. So your answer to that question is all of them, literally. Which <laughs> you know what? You can give that answer. Cool. Thank moving, you. Thank you. moving on. Uh favorite street in the city. Okay, it's called Larimer. And it just like Can you spell that for everyone? L A R I M E R. Can't believe you just made Larimer. <laughs> um, it has like all of the like Denver, like Colorado flags, like hanging up. And it's just like really cute street and has some really nice restaurants on it. Nice. Um, favorite store in the area? Um, well, this is like so stereotypical of like someone that lives in Denver, but the REI is like right across the street from my apartment. And um, it was super overwhelming the first time, but now that I know my way around it, um, it's kind of, you know, a place you go for fun. <laughs> Honestly, I'm here for for a good REI. There's a really nice one in DC. So, yeah. So it's not really local, but I'm still getting my learning my way around the local area, as you're allowed to do. Um, 
So next question, favorite Denver social media account to follow? Okay, it's, a, it's called Arrive Social, and then it has, like, the Colorado CO, and it kind of just, t- like, tells you different happy hours or restaurants to go to, and I have bookmarked several places to try when they're open. Nice. So that segues right into my next question, best happy hour in the city. Um, so I don't know if it's the best, but it's my favorite. It's called Lady Jane. And they have this, like, amazing, amazing cocktail that has, like, turmeric and vodka in it. And it's just, like, so good. And I've been numerous times. And they have – the nicest thing about this place is their happy hour goes till 7. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Lady Jane. Places with happy hours that go until 7 are, like – Game changer. The best thing in the world. They are, (laughs) like, God's gift (laughs) because (laughs) every single happy hour place will, like, end at 6 and – you yeah. don't really have any time. You like, you like, I mean, technically, you're not supposed to get off work till five. So, like, it's like you go and like can't get in until 5 30. And then you have to order like six drinks at once. Exactly. I think what we should do eventually is like put together an entire like consolidated list of all the happy hours throughout <laughs> the United States that go until seven. <laughs> and then just start going to that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm here for it. Um, next question favorite Denver sports team? Uh, so it's so hard because I'm such a Pittsburgh sports team fan, but I think I'm going to have to go with the Rockies, which is their baseball team, um, mainly because I don't know anything about them and I don't have a baseball team I cheer for yet. So, <laughs> and their stadium's really close in walking distance and it's That's an perfect. awesome stadium. Thanks Marnie for participating in our little game uh, called Mile High Rapid Fire. Um, so now we're going to be uh, moving into our final segment of this week's episode. It is going to be how we're going to be ending all of our episodes. So it'll be a recurring thing. Uh, it's going to be called Do It, You Won't. Yeah. So we will be giving each other challenges um, to kind of help us get to know our new city or to make friends or who knows, maybe go on a date every week and then either t- and then talking about the previous challenge on next week's episode. So the challenge I give Alex today, I'm going to have to hear about on the next episode. So yeah, um, I'm going to give Alex his challenge. Um, and it kind of has to do with the fact that he hasn't been in DC for a while because he was home for the holidays. So Alex, I am going to need you to visit a, a restaurant you've never been to before in DC and hopefully a different neighborhood than the one you live okay. in. Okay. I think I can do that, especially since uh, I'm newly back in the D.C. area. So should be doable. Um, I do have my favorite, <laughs> I I do have so. my favorite <laughs> restaurants, though, that I love to go back to. But I guess I'll have to broaden my horizons this, this go round. Yes. Okay. Sounds yeah. good to me. Um, so, Marnie, uh, do it. You won't meet up with a coworker in person because I feel like a lot of the material that we've gotten from this episode from you is that by starting work in the middle of a pandemic, it's been really difficult to make true work friends. Um, So maybe you can kind of navigate that. (laughs) 
I will see how I do and get back to you. <laughs> so what's great about these challenges um, is that we're going to try to make them as general as possible um, each week uh, yeah. so that even you um, listening at home uh, can participate in the same challenges. And hopefully we'll be able to um, get to a point where we will be able to interact with you guys and um, reach out to us uh, and see who has completed the challenges and um Definitely. we can kind of talk about it and even possibly have some discussions so yeah let us know on our instagram at typ.podcast if you completed in either one of the challenges you can either dm us or comment on any of our instagrams or we will be asking towards the beginning of next week so definitely let us know and follow us on social media please Thank yeah you. definitely follow us um make sure uh you give us uh any questions that you may have um through our social media platform any feedback for future episodes uh we want to hear from you guys uh obviously we have some topics and things planned for upcoming weeks but if you guys have something that you're really really mm -hmm. passionate about that you want us to kind of talk upon um let us know. We'll be happy to um, hear what you guys have to say, because most likely um, it's something that we are able to relate with as well. Yeah. So thanks, guys. I think this is a good time to wrap up, wrap up the podcast. So um, bye, yeah. Alex. I will talk Sounds to you. Sounds good, Marnie. We'll circle back next week and continue the conversation. So thanks, everyone.